If you think that porn is free, you're crazy. It's not free. We're going to talk about exactly how much it costs. And I guarantee you another thing that's not free, it's recovery. Recovery is where you pay for that porn that you thought was free. This is your life. This is your life. Right now is your life. Life is about right now. Live and live are spelled the same way. In order to live, you must be live. Right now. The past does not equal the future unless you give the past permission. You are the sum total of your dominant thoughts and decisions. Yes, you are. So, a little birdie told me that you have an out of control sexual behavior of some sort. Pornography, masturbation, fanatization, or some kind of unhealthy sexual behavior. A little birdie also told me that it's starting to get the best of you. And it's not okay anymore. That's good news. It not being okay. Because that's the beginning of how you can change it. We're going to have an adult, grown folk conversation about behaviors, attitudes, decisions, choices, actions to become healthy. Becoming healthy is a journey. It's not a one and none. It's not like this sexual addiction BS that you do where you just get all excited, you do this, and then you blast one. Now, it requires a lot more work than that. It's strategic. It's taking steps. It's reflection. It's looking inside. It's being introspective. It's deciding that you want a better life for yourself. That's what this is about. My name is Joseph F. Price. They call me Joey P. I'm going to be your host in this journey. I'm going to be your partner in this dance. We're going to do this together. We're going to become better people together. You are going to have sexual mastery. You are going to have mastery in your life. Yes, you are. You're going to be a better person. You're going to be somebody that you can be proud of. You're going to be somebody that even your mama can be proud. But it's not going to come free. You're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to do some reflection. I'm going to give you some tools. I'm not going to do it all on my own. I'll bring some guests. They'll give you the good stuff. But here's what you got to do. Take this as a journey, a journey that you get better each and every day, a journey that we don't stop until we figured out how to do it and we become invincible. Yeah, we can become invincible to our pornography at sexual behaviors and unhealthy other addictions. You just got to understand how it works. You got to understand how your mind is making you its bitch. I know you don't like that language, but you're the bitch of your mind. And so this work that we're going to do, it's about neutralizing that and you becoming the victor. You becoming the master. You becoming the man that you're supposed to be. That's what I'm talking about. So if that's something that interests you, if that's something that you want to do, then let's do that together. It ain't a one and done. It's a journey. So let's begin. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Everybody, good afternoon. 
Joseph F. Price in the house, Joey P, live on Facebook. If you are broadcasting live, we don't usually keep that up. Get up for a moment here, a moment there. Happy New Year to you, because I don't think I did any kind of Facebook activity uh, this year. So, brand new year for the Facebook audience and whatnot and whatnot. So, howdy ho. So today we're going to talk about uh, how much it costs you to do porn, how much it costs being a porn addict. Because see, the thing is, a lot of times when uh, when you talk to people about porn, you know, their porn addiction and how much it costs them, the first answer that they're going to give you is that, nah, uh, you know, porn doesn't cost me anything. I, I don't pay for porn. And I think what it is that they're saying is that they don't pay for premium porn. And so they're proud of the fact that they don't pay for premium porn. And they're confusing that with the fact that they think porn's free. Porn's not free. And porn's never going to be free. And so for the next couple of minutes, we're going to talk about uh, how much it's costed you. Uh, we're going to use the examples that other people have uh, voiced to me, as well as my own reflections. And that will help you look inside of yourself to see what your actual cost is, because the costs vary from person to person. But one of the things I can tell you right out of the gate is that it's costed you a tremendous amount of time. And actually, I can come out of the gate and with a little bit of confidence say that it's costed you at least 25 hours, 2,500 hours in your life. Simple math says one hour a day, you know, over 10 years, it's a lot more than 2,500. So just use that as a figure. If you've been doing this for 20 years, then 5,000, 40 years, 10,000. Could be more, could be less, but, you know, let's just keep it at 25 for the, for, the, for the benchmark, if you will, so that you understand what it is that you're dealing with because you're reversing something. You're reversing an animal that you created through your 2,500 hours of committed activity. And that's really what the porn addiction recovery really comes down to. And, and it, if you're going to be successful, it comes down to you're successfully accomplishing the goal of reversing the damage that porn has done. And the only way that you can do that is through reflection and, and somebody helping you discover uh, what are the ways that porn has damaged you. And that's some of the work that we're going to do in the next next couple minutes. Hopefully I can get this done in less than an hour. 2,500 hours is a lot. And again, you say free porn. Even if you were just making or worth $10 an hour, that's $25,000 for the free porn. You know, in that 2,500 hours, you know, you probably traded certifications that you've could have gotten, you trade certificates that you could have gotten, you've traded friends that you could have gotten, you've traded friends that you've had, you've traded relationships that you've had. So let me back up just a, a, another second as I lay the foundation for the cost because it's about you're not recognizing the costs that's one of the reasons why you would keep doing uh pornography at the level that you keep doing it is that you you hide from yourself how much it's costing you and so today it's, it's about reflection so let's talk about the addiction and really what's going on for you anyway all right so sometime when you were young, you stumbled on porn. I'm giving you the fast version and you liked it. And then after you liked it, cause it was kind of neat, uh, 
what happened was it, it aroused you over and over again. And out of being aroused, what you did is eventually you started masturbating. So then you'd watch porn and you get aroused and then you masturbate. What you didn't realize is that along the way back at the ranch, you developed a masturbation addiction. Then one day you had a day of reckoning about the porn. And then uh, you're trying to quit the porn when in fact, you don't realize that you also have a masturbation addiction. And it's really not a masturbation addiction, <laughs> even if you thought it was that. Now you're actually addicted to what happens after watching porn, masturbating, and orgasming, that the entourage of those is an entourage of about seven neurochemicals. Uh, they're pretty hard to pronounce, neuropronephrine, vasopressin, oxytocin, oxytocin, dopamine, and a couple others. Endogenous uh, opiates is part of the mix. So we get in, addicted to that because that's what happens after the orgasm, after uh, masturbating and washing porn, flushed with those neurochemicals. And that's what you're addicted to. And so your body's fighting and it's doing everything that it possibly can do to get you to feed it. And the way that it gets fed is through the porn, the masturbation, and then the orgasm. And then even if you were to take out the, um, the porn, you still have the addiction to the masturbation. But the problem is, for many porn addicts, is they've changed their sexual template. Now, when we talk about sexual template, that's how do you get aroused. And a person who hasn't been exposed to porn will get aroused. You haven't, you've probably heard it before. Legs men, pretty face, uh, breast men, butt men, whatever kind. And then so that becomes their arousal template. They look at that part of a person of, of, of their partner and then focus on that. And that stimulates them and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what happens with a porn addict after repetitive use is that his arousal template goes from being a legs man or breast man to, Oh, let me watch some porn. And then that arouses me and then so on and so on and so forth. So the sexual template gets shifted and hijacked. And then the person unbeknownst can't get turned on without the porn, but they have a masturbation problem and they want to have masturbation. So they have to go to porn. So it's kind of like an endless cycle. So you've got to attack both knowing well, full or full well that your body wants that cocktail entourage of neurochemicals that you've been given it for 10 years through your 2,500 hours worth of activity. And that's what's going on behind the scenes. So you got a biochemical addiction and then you have a whole bunch of habit habitual addictions that feed into it. So the only way that you're going to deal with it is you have to aggressively deal with it from a complex manner. And so today we're just going to talk about one little piece of that complex puzzle that helps you. And that's how much it costs. Because one of the things that's constant with addiction is that addiction A is unconscious and addiction is an unhealthy activity. The only reason that you would continuously engage in an unhealthy activity, because you got common sense, is that you BS yourself. Uh, the psychology word is called cognitive distortion. Uh, the street word is you BS yourself. That's the only way that you can give yourself permission to rip yourself off. So. What we're going to talk about is things that you've been unconscious about so that you don't avoid them anymore. And it'll give you a little bit of leverage, maybe not to quit, 
but to do some of the things that will get you closer to quitting. So without further ado, I'm going to go into my list here uh, regarding the cost. Some of this, it came from me. Some of it came from clients. As you know, many porn addicts or former porn addicts have ADD. I'm one of those guys. So I jump all over the place. I'm very organized. And even though I'm organized, I'm still going to jump all over the place. Forgive me for that. I'll try to do it in an organized fashion for you. So I, I don't know where to start, but I guess I'm going to start with the heart. I mean, the, 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 that's the bless, best place that I can start. Because a lot of times this is the very place that gets people to wake up. A lot of times people's day of reckoning. And you always hear that day of reckoning when I'm talking about the day of reckoning. That's the day you realize that porn has no place in your life. I don't know if you got caught. I don't know if you have PIED or whatever reason that it is. You realize it's time, the day of reckoning. So many people, the day of reckoning comes when they get caught by their wife. Okay. So some of the, the you know, one of the biggest costs is families. One of the biggest costs is marriages and the wives, dead bedroom, betrayal to the wives, the, the, the lies that you tell to the wives. You know, some, some of the guys have reported that they've lost their dream girl. You know, when you lose a wife, you know, and you have a family, like you lose kids, you have a different caliber of relationship with your kids. And what that means is that your future has been altered as well as your kid's future has been altered. Now, here's a, here's a, here's a tip for you. Usually the thing that costs the marriages in this little merry-go-round is it's not necessarily that that the spouse finds out that they that that their uh, their their spouse is doing porn, which yeah, that's, that's problematic because many times your spouse starts to say and think, "Am I good enough?" You know, what is it about me? And they make your their they make your problem their problem when in fact it's your problem. That's one of the problems that they have. But like the biggest problem that they have is the fact that you, the porn addict or the porn addict, lies to them over and over again. Oh, I'm not going to do any more porn. And he keeps lying about not doing porn or that he isn't going to be able, that he isn't going to do any porn. He keeps lying because of the fact that he hasn't invested in a coach. He hasn't read the books. He hasn't listened to a bunch of podcasts. He, he hasn't put in the work, whether it's however it is, get a coach, speed it up, go to seminars, you know, do, you know, however you did it, you didn't do the work. You didn't put it in the effort. You want to use the porn mentality, which is you thought you get, you, you want to get recovery free and it's not going to happen. And then you want recovery free and you think it's like getting up 15 minutes earlier in the day and this this is a lot more complex than that and then basically you're going to do the inevitable which is fail because this is not willpower this is not like stopping biting your nails so when you fail it's like oh i don't have any control and you find out how little mastery that you have over yourself and you just you get on what's called the addiction cycle and over and over and over and over and over and over again it just makes you weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker and with that comes the shame the shame the shame the shame the shame and the guilt the guilt the guilt the guilt the guilt and then you just keep telling your spouse lies and you're too lazy or you think that you're going to get a solution for free to get off the porn or you just want to throw $15 at a porn blocker to reverse a 2,500 hour habit. You, you want to throw $15. I'm going to get a porn blocker. You want to throw $15 to reverse a 25. Yeah. Okay. I'm not even going to go any, I'm not getting into that anymore. All right. Yeah. So there you go. 
marriage, family. That's that's one of the biggest costs, relationships. You know, I could tell you this, that you probably one of the biggest factors in your life is uh, your relationships, your primary relationships. Quality of your life really is going to be determined by the quality of your spouse. It really is. They're going to shape your destiny. I tell people, this is grown folk talk. A lot of men don't want to hear this. The most important decision you ever make in your life is where you stick your penis. Because that has so much consequence to your life. So there's no more, since I just told you the most important, there's no more, there's just sex. Because I just told you the most important thing or decision that you probably ever make in your life has something to do with where you stick your penis. All right. Let's talk about the mind. Mind fog is, you know, the first thing that comes to mind. The mind fog a lot of times comes... Maybe not from the porn, but from the porn lifestyle. I'm not going to try to articulate where it comes from. We know there's mind fog involved, but uh, mind fog and lack of focus. You know, when you're trying to hide stuff all the time, you're you're distracted. It fragments your consciousness. So, you know, that that inherently is going to cause mind fog, scatterbrain. And and then um, people don't realize it, but addicts, it's so backwards okay so addicts seek relief through whatever their drug drug of choice is in your case i've demonstrated and told you that it's masturbation and or porn or porn and or masturbation we're not going to get into it because everybody is at a different place so that's your addiction you're addicted to something that going and I lost my train of thought okay I lost my train of thought and, and it's pretty cool because it's like at the perfect moment I, I mean you know we're talking about focus so we'll just we'll just let that one go 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 right on by so what I was trying to tell you I got it back is that everybody has a window of tolerance like a lane if you will let's say four inches And then the addict goes to his relief when he comes out of his window of tolerance, okay? So everybody starts, let's say, with four inches of tolerance. The backwards thing is that the addict, his level of tolerance is actually smaller than everybody else. So if you figured the example I used, the average human being has four inches of tolerance, the addict's tolerance level becomes three and two and one. That's why they flick off so easily and they need that drug. Their tolerance level actually crunches up. And also part of the reversal is that your tolerance level uh, goes up as well. I would suggest or speculate that one of the reasons that your tolerance level is smaller is because your emotional threshold is lower. That's a, another area that we're going to go into in a, in a few minutes. So that's some of the mind, some of the prices that you pay on the mind. And, and the big, big one on the mind is that it takes away your genius takes away your creativity and that's really who you are that's your best part your legacy is in your creativity your legacy is in that in your genius and porn actually suppresses that let's go to the body the big one that uh, is a day of reckoning for people is porn-induced erectile dysfunction, P-I-E-D. 
That's when uh, your equipment doesn't work because you watch so much porn that uh, you need porn to stimulate or you ain't getting it. You, you've trained yourself that you need pictures or you ain't getting it. And, and that happens. That usually is, a, like I said, a day of reckoning for people. I hope you don't get there. I hope you're not there. And as a matter of fact, there's a there's a spike in uh, erectile dysfunction. Medicines being distributed for the uh, 20 and 30 age group, unprecedented levels. And one of the reasons is because overuse of porn, STDs because people are reckless. Porn users turn into sex addicts, and they're very reckless. So that's a price that people pay. Health in general. Um, some of my clients reported that uh, the porn itself. This, it stumped their physical development. Uh, everything from them not going to the gym regularly. Everything from them not taking care of themselves. The porn behavior itself. It's an unhealthy behavior. Some of it, without getting graphic, it's unsanitary. I'm just going to keep it real like that. It just isn't sanitary. And then, like, some people, like I said, people are at different levels and different depths with their disease. And some people, they do the, they, they're so into their masturbation, like, because, like, when, you, again, when we're dealing with addictions, you're always going to have progression. You want more shock. More shock keeps it going. So people, they just keep, they keep amping it up. Amping it up. You know, in some people's cases, it starts out with what they call vanilla porn, where it's still pictures, and then it progresses into child porn. In some people's cases, their masturbations one time a day you got people out there you know reporting 10 times you got people out there lying about 20 times when it's in fact 16 times um that's what they're doing that said there's something that's called a death grip okay i'll use you use your imagination on that death grip okay And my notations under that says, you know, they call it genitalia for a reason. You're not supposed to be grabbing it like, you know, like a death grip. She was golly. So I'm sure that you can figure out a lot of other costs in any of these categories that I'm mentioning. So because of the fact that I don't get them all, I just don't get them all. Because part of this is you always being better than I ever could be. Because the best thing that you ever can do for yourself is be the best coach on the planet. So that does mean that you're ever gonna you're always gonna know more than anybody would ever know. All right. So let's talk about some of the things. Yeah, let's talk about that free porn you were getting. Let's let's let let me just let me just end this forever. That porn was ever free. But I forgot to tell you something. Uh, and then I, I I guess I gotta go back. And so here I go back. So yesterday I did this podcast and it was just wonderful and everything and da 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 and for some reason, I forgot to turn my microphone on. I had, you know, my background sound and everything. I did a sound test, and then um, somehow the microphone came off, and then I, you know, I did my review, and no me. I'm sure somebody in the world thought that was cool. So one of the things I did say at the beginning of that, and I'll say now, and it's something that has stuck with me forever, stuck with me is the proper grammar, if you're a grammar policeman out there. Um, my dad told me that nothing's free. 
nothing 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 is free nothing is free it's just not free um so don't think it is ever it's never free he said there's a couple things that happen actually three he said number one uh you think it's free and you're gonna pay for it later he said whenever you pay for it later you pay a lot more for it said another way is you think it's free and you end up having to pay for it in pieces again you're going to end up paying more for it than it's worth and then he said another way is that sometimes people make sacrifices of which they had to work for something and out of the goodness of their heart they took something away from themselves and they gave it to you and therefore they paid the price and again it's not free so there is no free there are some things that are no cost and there are some things that are at no cost today and unfortunately that's one of the problems with porn is it's got you to think and that things are free in life and there is nothing free in life. And I've already described that there's nothing free in life. So I'm not going to spend any more time with that. Let's talk about this. Again, 2,500 hours. If you only work $10 an hour, that's 25,000 hours you pissed away. Okay. What about the opportunities that you shut down? The degrees you didn't get because you were watching porn. The jobs you didn't get when you were supposed to look for a job instead of being on monster.com or indeed.com or Craigslist. You are on, you know, one of your favorite porn sites. Mm -hmm. You didn't lose any money. Porn's free. No, it's not free. It is not free. What about the jobs that you lost? Some people get caught losing jobs because of their porn use. If it's not that they got caught on the job, they got caught because they kept on going in the bathroom. Why are you going in the bathroom 10 times in one day? And why are you going in the bathroom 10 times in one day and saying you got diarrhea? And then when somebody goes in the bathroom that you allegedly had diarrhea and you've been there for five hours, the bathroom smells like perfume. Again, cognitive distortion would allow a porn addict to tell a lie about he has diarrhea and then there's no smell. He forgot about the fact that there's smell. Okay. So, it's money you couldn't have, jobs you couldn't have. One of the things that happens with people in porn see, uh, to, to become free of porn addiction, there's a component of growing up. And so, inherent in what I just said, there's a component that if you're a porn addict, you're still a child. And, and I'm, not, I'm not here to, you know, beat you up about that, but you are. And I think in, uh, you know, I don't mean to be a preacher, but I think in the end of 1 Corinthians 13 at the bottom of the page i think it says when i was a child i wore childish clothes now i'm an adult i can't wear them that's what it says in the bible but see there's so many parts of your life you're still wearing childish clothes and it's because of those childish clothes that you keep behaving like a child because you gotta grow up and there's a part of every addiction, and especially porn addiction, that you're you're stuck at the age that you started. So therefore, you're making some juvenile decisions. And that's inherent. Possibly juvenile decisions with your money. Obviously, juvenile decisions with where you put your eyes and other members of your body. Without all of that uh, chatter on my part. All right, so your soul is destruction of your soul. It's destruction of your soul because let's say you're a Christian. You know you're sinning. You know you're breaking one of the seven deadly laws. You're lustful. You know you're breaking commandments. 
because you're making this your idol. So you're burning up your soul. You're burning up your 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 values. You're burning up your 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 opportunities. If you're in ministry, you're 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 burning up your ministry. You're burning up your worship opportunities because you got that sin lingering in the background. You know, one of the areas that people talk about that、uh, is a big cost area for them is hobbies and passions, because porn becomes their dominant passion and hobby. An addiction itself is a passion and a hobby. It becomes a passion and a hobby. That's like a component of a passion and hobby. So, how many hobbies do you not have? How many instruments are you not playing? How many computer software programs have you not learned or created? See, it's not free porn again. This is not free, okay? It isn't. So here's some stuff that some of my clients told me. This specifically, my clients have told me this. One guy said, "Hey, it cost me my twenties. This is like a decade of a person's life. Hey, it cost me my twenties." And I'm like, "Wow." So if it costs him. This guy, his twenties. There's got to be a guy out there. It cost him his twenties and his teens. And then I said, "Well, there's got to be a guy out there. It cost him his teens, his twenties, thirties, forties, his fifties." Wow, is that you? One guy said it cost him his development, personal development. Your identity—that's a big part of、uh, not being a porn addict—is you have an identity of a porn addict, and part of the work of recovery is developing an identity of being、uh, a healthy person. Oh man, yeah. Okay, one says、uh, that it costs opportunities with friends, you know, because porn addicts are. Disconnected with people, your hideout becomes some. You know, porn addicts do things all by themselves. So, since they want to do things by themselves, the friends keep reaching out and they keep turning the friends down. And then the friends question them. And again, you know, here's a big area: is porn addicts lie? They're they're some of the addicts in general, but. Addicts are some of the biggest liars. They lie because they cover up. They lie because they can't accept the truth. They lie because they don't want to deal with the pain, and they also lie because of habit. And so that's one of the biggest costs because the dishonesty destroys the relationships. That's the thing that destroys the marriage. So therefore, again, you come back to hurt relationships. Hurt relationships with mom. Hurt relationships with kids. Hurt relationships with spouses. Hurt relationships with friends. People, big thing is people get into the shame and the guilt habit. That's their way of doing things. You know, any and they call them suffering states. So any negative state is a suffering state. And shame and guilt, obviously, are negative states. So they're suffering states, and then people get used to being in suffering states. And as they're in suffering states, they're doing destruction versus being in virtuous states, like passionate, focused, purposeful, making a difference, here to serve, clear. All right, yeah, living in fear. You know, fear of getting caught, fear of somebody finding out, fear of getting caught for all the lies that they tell, and as a result of all of that, they lose confidence. 
They lose confidence because they lose trust. People lose trust in them and they lose trust in themselves. So there's no confidence. So again, the porn that you thought was free, it isn't free. And here's a big question. This is the big, big, big question. You don't need Joe Price to tell you nothing. This is the big question that you can answer yourself. Hey, what other areas is this affecting? What other areas is this affecting? What other areas is this porn use affecting? What other areas is this affecting? And then after you ask that question, basically, what other areas is this costing this free porn? This effect and cost are about the same. So let me go over to emotional. Fear, shame, emotional instability. You lose your creativity. People are depressed when they try to quit porn and they don't have a strategy. They don't have something to fill in the gap. Sometimes people are just, just depressed anyway. They're depressed because they do it. They're depressed because they, they lose a sense of mastery. I don't know, but depressed is a cousin of porn addiction. Confidence. And you know, this whole porn thing, it's, it's, you're trivializing yourself. You're trivializing yourself. And I don't know, you know, I, if you, if you know me personally, you spend a lot of time with me, you know, there's something called Joeisms, which is, I have my own language and I come up with my own language. And, you know, one of the things that I've come up with in the last week is, and especially it really pertains to porn addicts is y'all gotta stop self bitching yourself. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. You got about 1,500 strategies to self-bitch yourself. And you got to learn how to stop self-bitching yourself. The pornified mindset, it's a junk mindset. You objectify women. You don't even hold women for their value. You know, I've, I've seen guys write, well, you know, I'll stop this masturbation thing after I get a girlfriend. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got this porn thing under control. I, uh, I don't have this masturbation thing under control. But you know, as soon as I get a girlfriend, I stop this masturbation. All right. So see, there that that language. What I just finished saying. That's code, dude. That's code that you think women are just a hole that you're gonna dump a load in. And it's not. That's. You know, the pornified mind. When you say something like that, you've said what I just finished saying. But you just didn't say it like that. When you say, ah, yeah, yeah, I'll stop porn when I get a girlfriend. Basically, you're saying a girlfriend is, is, is instead of you dumping loads in a napkin or a cloth or wherever you dump them, you're just going to dump them in somebody else, right? Okay, stop that kind of behavior. That's not... <laughs> That's what I'm telling you when I said some a part of us is stuck in that that childhood because only a child would think something like that. There you go. So here's my favorite area of cost. Legal. People that watch porn often find themselves connected with legal trouble. You know, one of the things, a couple of my podcasts that you can see is that I have an affinity uh, to law enforcement and in investigations of sex trafficking, sexting, stuff that, of that nature. You know, maybe... I don't mean this literally, so don't take me wrong, but I mean this figuratively. In another life, I probably was a cop. If I had another life, I'd probably be a cop. Um, whatever, you know, like imaginary thing. 
But I do like the science of law enforcement. And uh, one of the things that I've grown to learn is that people that get in trouble with the law and there's something to do with sex, most of those people have a porn addiction issue. And as a matter of fact, it even goes further. I had read somewhere when I first started doing this stuff that like if a person gets caught in a sex act, whatever it was, if you could get to that person's computer person did an illegal sex act and if you could get to that person's computer like 85% of the time they had watched porn that day so I always knew that there was a connection between the two so yeah people get themselves in trouble with the law um, because the, the again the shock of the porn porn's a shock thing when when there's a shock thing, whether it's high-speed cars or what it is, you always want more, more turn, you know, more challenge, more this, more that, okay? And porn can give you that. And what can happen is it can progressively go from young to barely legal to looks like teen to something that becomes illegal and then from the repetitive use and the repetitive viewing then the person develops a proclivity or uh, proclivity and propensity which is desire and uh, ability and comfort to go out there and um, do an illegal sex act so yeah, that's that's porn. And just so that you you understand what I'm talking about, just so that we're clear, in most states like where there's sex offenders protocol, there's like 10 or 12 different things for sex offenders. In most states, no pornography happens to be one of the conditions. It just is like registering your email and phone numbers and cars and stuff like that. Not watching porn happens to be one of the conditions of porn uh, supervised probation, or shall I say sex offender uh, supervised probation. Okay, legal problems with the family because disruption, you, you kill your marriage. got to liquidate a million dollars with the assets because you wouldn't pay Joey P $5,000 for coaching. You wouldn't pay JK $9,500 for coaching. You wanted free coaching because you, you, you felt that coaches that spent all this time learning how to coach, you know, should coach just for you for free. I had people say that. That's, that's, that's why. Um, I say it with a little bit of sardonicness. All right, so that's pretty much it, guys. Um, again, if you think porn is free, it ain't. Big question of the day is, what other areas is this affecting? Good question. How much has porn cost me? You know, even if it's time, that, that's something that you could get a little closer on today. How much time have you spent? Because time is your most valuable resource. And again, if it's an hour a day, over 10 years, that's 3,600 hours. What kind of certifications could you get? How many books could you write? How many of these could you have read? Right? No watching porn so I'm Joseph F. Price man it's always my privilege it's always my honor to to be here to to pour out into you you and into your soul a new life 
because you deserve it. A journey, not one day at a time. It is one day at a time, but it's not one and done. This isn't the last day. No matter what happens today, it's not the last day of your journey. Get back up, pick up the pieces. It's not doing everything, as I said. It's seeing what your gaps are, recognizing them. Keep the light on. And it's concentrating on each and every day, each and every move, your next right move. You can't bite the whole apple of fixing this addiction that you've created in 2,500 hours. Reversal of this is like trying to eat 25 apples at one time. You just can't do it. You gotta take one bite at a time, one day at a time, one moment at a time. And if that's what you do, and if that's what you're gonna do, you'll get there. We'll do our best to give you the best food that we can, but you're the one that's gotta do the work. And if you do the work, you'll be free. If you're not free, I'll know it. And it's because you didn't do the work. It's very simple. You're an addict because you did the work. You'll be recovered because you did the work. I'm Joseph F. Price. Click like or subscribe or whatever the case is. Support us. We're going to continue to bring you the best. And I'm gone. I'll see you next time. Peace and love. God bless you. Drive with care and walk with caution.